0: The Elimination Chamber is here and gone. I'll admit, I have not checked Twitter because I'm afraid of the backlash that this show has gotten because of how the show ended. We'll talk about that and everything that else happened next on the Squared Circle Cycle Battle. My name is Michael Valenti. Joining me is Ralph Valenti. Ralph, let's talk about the first match. Roman Reigns and Goldberg for the Universal Championship went down basically as most people predicted it was going to be. It was a short match. But Roman Reigns ends up winning by submission. And that's a pretty big deal because it's the first time Goldberg has ever lost by submission in his career without the help of the Usos, without the help of Paul Heyman or any other outside interference. Roman Reigns beats Goldberg clean in pretty decisive fashion. So I guess you could say Roman kept his word that that Roman Goldberg Goldberg. How surprised are you at this outcome?
1: Uh not entirely surprised at all. Actually, I, I kind of I, I was hoping that we weren't gonna get the whole Goldberg wins the title. I know that's always something that people get a little worried about, um, especially on a show like this. But you know, heading into WrestleMania, you know, this was one half of what I expected to happen and one of the outcomes that I expected. So uh Roman winning convincingly, at least like this. Um, not all that unexpected, at least on my side,
0: yeah, and I think this definitely helps Roman's case of being like a top guy in w w e or uh an unstoppable force because Goldberg's a guy that even at his age, there's not many people that have beaten him, and when they have beaten him, it's like a still even a tough battle because Goldberg still gets up and up and up, and it takes three of your special moves to beat him, but with Roman, you know it took a guillotine yeah and choked him out so i mean heading into wrestlemania you really have to see that this you know it's going to be hard to beat roman reigns whoever that person's going to be
1: and when they do it's going to be a big deal yeah no i i i I think that for what it was worth this match was fine uh goldberg didn't look Mm -hmm. bad and at the end of the day this is just another name to add to the resume for roman reigns heading into wrestlemania it's that one little bit of you know credibility if you want to call it that is goldberg um relevant at this point i mean granted by the crowd reaction yeah i would say so because he was certainly super over um mm-hmm. but uh it's just it's just another credible name to add to the resume for roman heading into his match uh at WrestleMania.
0: right right and you talk about goldberg being super over but one person i thought that was pretty over uh at re- elimination chamber was Alexa Bliss and she was in the next match, the women's elimination chamber match. Uh, she was the last one eliminated by Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair wins the elimination chamber match. Rhea Ripley in this match, Liv Morgan, Dewdrop and, um, Nikki ASH. I thought this match was actually a pretty good chamber match and we got a little bit of seeds planted for the plans for possibly WrestleMania matches. And I thought that was very good. We got, you know, Bianca winning. So we know she's facing Becky, but also post-WrestleMania, we could see Rhea Ripley facing Bianca and rekindle their feud that they had at NXT. You have possibly Drop and Liv Morgan maybe going to have a match at WrestleMania because it was Liv Morgan that eliminated Drop with that really nice sunset flip powerbomb move. And then you have what should be the culmination of the feud between Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea Ripley where Ripley eliminated A.S.H., as the first elimination in this match, but I thought everybody looked good in this match. I love the interaction with uh, Alexa and Bianca at the end. And I thought Alexa in her first match since September looked really good in this match.
1: Yeah. I think Alexa looks really good. She was obviously very over today with the crowd. Um, Perhaps the most important part of this match is the fact that Bianca Belair got the win. Um, This is obviously going to lead into her match with Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Um, hopefully we see Bianca Belair get that win back from Becky Lynch. I know that was obviously a big thing that people are upset about, mm-hmm. uh, derailing whatever momentum Bianca Belair had, but you know, people are always complaining about long-term t- long-term storytelling. And here we are, we're at, we're at the point where these two are going to face off at WrestleMania. Um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Bianca Belair, if she does get that win back from Becky, they do expect her to, um, you know, that that will give her the momentum that she once had post-WrestleMania last year, I would imagine.
0: Right. And I love how we had that interaction with her and Rhea, where they were kind of doing the anything you could do, I could do better kind of thing. One up there, the vertical suplexes simultaneously. I thought all that was good. And if Bianca does de- uh, defeat Becky, you know Rhea's right there front of the line. So I love how that worked out. And, you know, like I said, there's a lot of plans in place for WrestleMania. And we know one of those playing matches is Charlotte versus Ronda for the SmackDown women's championship. And we just had this tag team match leading up for this match. Ronda Rousey with one arm tied behind her back against Naomi uh, with Naomi against Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville. Uh, not exactly the greatest technical match to say, uh, it seemed like there was a lack of chemistry between some of these spots. I think as it was a little clunky at times, I think that, you know, the, the story told was fine and the heel work I thought was really good with Charlotte and Sonia, but the match could have been a lot better. And if this is a, a precursor to what we're seeing at WrestleMania
1: Mm. I'm a little worried. This is an indication of what we can expect from Charlotte and Ronda at WrestleMania, especially because we, we believe at this point, it's going to main event. That's obviously not going to be a good thing. Um, you know, so this, this match was not very good. Uh, not one of the matches I was looking forward to, uh, you know, so just hopefully Charlotte and Ronda can find their chemistry at that main event. If they do decide to go with that match, uh, as the main event at WrestleMania, but, you know, one person who is obviously getting hot right around the WrestleMania time, and it seems like somebody always gets hot around this time of year, um, is Naomi, you know, so, so we'll see what happens mm-hmm. with her either heading into WrestleMania or following WrestleMania. Um, but she's somebody who I think can certainly, uh, get into that, that point where, you know, the fans buy into her enough, they root for her enough. You could be at that point where they're, she's expected to main event, uh, or be that championship picture right after WrestleMania.
0: Right. I totally agree. I think now she's finally breaking through as that possible main event player in the women's division that I think really a lot of people have expected her to be. And she just hasn't been booked that way. But this Sonya storyline that she's had, I think, has really made her shine as a character. And she's shined in the ring, which she's always been good in the ring. But that match against Charlotte a couple weeks ago... And the fact that she was over in this match, and the fans are really behind her, I think this is only going to help her in the future. And maybe she's the first one to go after whoever wins that SmackDown Women's Championship match, whether that is Ronda or Charlotte, or if this momentum continues, do they swerve again and detour again and add it to a triple threat match and put Naomi in that match? Yeah, it's
1: definitely possible. Like I said, it seems like every year there's always somebody that gets hot. Uh, right around this time of year. And that kind of throws a wrench in whatever plans WWE had, I think, you know, for the men, I don't really see anybody right now that that's at that, at that level of like what, you know, Daniel Bryan was, mm-hmm. um, but for the women, you know, Naomi could be that person. Our next match
0: definitely had uh, what you thought was a serious injury. And that is Madcap Moss versus Drew McIntyre. I'll admit, I'm not a fan of the Madcap mayor, uh, cab I'll admit, I'm not a fan of the Madcap Moss character. I hate the Madcap Moss and Happy Corbin thing, but when it comes to in-ring, him and Drew McIntyre have some great chemistry, and they have some great matches together, and in this match, I thought it was a really good match, and the fact that he took that Alabama Slammer on top of his head, probably should have ended the match right there, and they just went along as if nothing happened, and prolonged the match, and... Moss going through, or at least got thrown over a table. Not the best throw i admit, but then took a superplex, a DDT, and a Claymore for Drew McIntyre to get the win there. Got to give mad props and mad respect for Madcap Moss in that regard.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That, that was about as a scary spot as you're going to see. I mean, I, I don't know off the top of my head. I know maybe the scariest next spot that I've seen was could have been like Lesnar shooting star press and this this mm-hmm. was pretty damn close to being a pretty big catastrophe on on a live event like that. So, uh props to him for getting up and finishing the match and, you know, definitely for the match itself, much better than I was anticipating. Um Madcap Moss, he's not going anywhere with this character. Right. But when he does get a true character that I think people can gravitate towards, and is a little more serious. I think he's going to be somebody that is going to be a a, a pretty um, good role play player, so to speak, for, mm-hmm. for WWE.
0: Yeah, I definitely see at least a solid May Carter or even, even an upper mid Carter with this guy with the right character. And I, I guess technically he's in the upper mid card now with Madcap Moss, even though it's not the best character. I mean, Happy Corbin and Baron Corbin has been in that like mid to upper mid card and anybody associated with him is in that up mid card, upper mid card, even though right. some people may not like Corbin, it's a sustainable character, whether you like it or not. And I mean, McIntyre, you want him in the main event picture, but with everything going on right now, it's hard to put him there unless there's a story behind it. And honestly, I think he's kind of on the back burner until after WrestleMania and then you could start to push for him against Roman. Maybe SummerSlam might be the time right. that match happens.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I you know, everybody's talking about the rumors about the Rock potentially showing up mm-hmm. for WrestleMania to confront Roman and main eventing next year's or something. Who knows what's gonna happen. But if there's anybody who is a legitimate contender to challenge uh Roman right now, it's probably Drew McIntyre. Even after him, I mean, who do you have? Maybe Big E, you know, I know they moved him to SmackDown. Maybe they did that intentionally just because they do know they're going to have to build some contenders up for him to get to WrestleMania next year if that's the case. But uh, Drew McIntyre, definitely a guy who is, you know, going back to his initial WrestleMania win, been on a roll, and, you know, he's he's somebody they can rely on. So this was not a bad match.
0: Right. Now, the next match, I think, exceeded a lot of people's expectations. We don't know what was going to happen. We don't know how it was going to look because you have Becky Lynch who is probably in the prime of her career right now against someone that hasn't had a match in 15 years with Lita for the Raw Women's Championship. And just like what we saw with Trish Stratus against Charlotte, it exceeded a lot of people's expectations and could be argued as match of the night. I thought this was a really good match. Yes, it was only, I think, 11 minutes, maybe a little bit longer, but Lita definitely show that if she wants to have one last run, she definitely showed that she could handle at least some of the top tier talent like Becky Lynch.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, this, this match to me, I think Lita is definitely the one that, that stood out, you know, because she was probably the one in question considering Mm -hmm. she hasn't wrestled in forever, at least not a singles match. So, um, she looked good. You know, this match was good. They had really good chemistry. I, I mean, even at the tail end of this, I know going into WrestleMania a lot of people kind of assumed Becky and Bianca was what we were gonna get. Mm-hmm. Um, when she hit the twist of fate and then the moonsault and the, for the two and a half the count of two and a half, I mean, you legitimately thought, at least I did, that Lita could be could have won that match right then and there. Right. Um so this match itself this match itself on on you know, for, for what it's worth, I thought it was really good. Um, and you know, I don't know what they're gonna do with Lita. I don't know if this was a one off or if she's got one running her. Um, but at least it's uh good to see that she she could still go.
0: Yeah, I agree. If if she if they find a way to get her on WrestleMania or they're like, damn, she did good. Let's try to get one more match out of her. I'd like to see her with Sasha Banks, especially mm-hmm. because right now there's no plan for Sasha Banks. I think she'll be healthy enough to get to WrestleMania. And she doesn't have a match. Right. What are you going to do with her? And and like the, I like watching this match. There's something I definitely noticed is that WWE has done a damn good job building their women's division in the last six months where like, you're like, you have like a lot of matches you could put together on this card. And you hope that not all of these people are going to get thrown into a battle Royal just because everybody's got to get on the card. Like, we can get Rhea versus Nikki A.S.H. We can get Bianca versus um, Becky Lynch. We could get Naomi and Sonia, Charlotte and Ronda, Sasha and either Bailey or Lita. Like, there's so many players in that women's division. And, you know, and you still have the women's tag team championship with Zelina and Carmella. I'm sure you could do something with that. They're, they're very stacked in the women's division. That is definitely their strong suit right now.
1: Yeah, and it, it has been it has been a good uh, women's division for quite some time now. I mean, look, yeah. going back to last year at WrestleMania, you had Bianca and uh, and um, Sasha gotcha. main eventing, so uh, that that's a good indicator right there that they've they they know they've got talent. Um, you know, so I I don't know what they're gonna do as far as like some of the other people like Rhea Ripley. Um, you know, if if they do want to put lead on the card for WrestleMania, but. Uh, yeah, it's showing more and more that they do have a really deep women's division and, you know, they they can rely on them. Mm -hmm. Now, on the other side, the men's, we don't know what the hell is going on. The only thing
0: we know is that the main event is going to be Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. And now it is officially title versus title as Brock Lesnar wins the men's chamber match. After he won the men's Royal Rumble, did he necessarily need to win the men's chamber match? No. Did he need to stay WWE champion? Maybe if he won at day one, you could have just had him retain at Royal rumble, give someone else the Royal rumble win. And you still have title versus title. They just did some booking gymnastics to get to the same result. It was, it is a,
1: honestly, this is so stupid and unnecessarily complicated. I was really, really critical uh, this afternoon, obviously we're texting back and forth cause you were a little mm-hmm. behind me. And now I'm reading reports that Bobby Lashley is actually hurt. He's going to need shoulder shoulder surgery. So, so that was a way to write him off. That was a way to write him off. So again, I, these, sometimes as wrestling fans, we get upset, we get disappointed. Would I have liked to see them perhaps say, and I know, you know, traveling to Saudi Arabia makes this even more difficult cause you're limited. <sighs> If I'm WWE and you know Bobby Lashley's hurt and can't compete, wouldn't it be better to just say he can't compete? We got to fill somebody else in his role. I'd rather see that. He, than well, the he's the champion. He's, but, the champion. he's the they, But they knew he couldn't compete because he needed sh- shoulder surgery. So they could have very easily said, Bobby Lashley cannot compete. We're going to have to replace him. Rather than the whole convoluted uh, powerbomb where he hit his head on the plastic yeah. Mind you a month and a half ago, he wrestled Brock Lesnar and they beat the crap out of each other for however long that match went. But somebody got power bombed into him and he bumped his head on plastic and he well, had a metal. concussion. They, so. It was the metal oh, support,
0: not the, fuck. not the plexiglass. So so he could have got concussed. So, and I even, I even texted that to you. I'm like, this could have been a way to write him off. And it seems like if that, the report is true that he needs soldier surgery, which I did not see before recording. Um, then I just saw it now.
1: I just saw it now. You just,
0: yeah. So I'm not as upset with that than if it was just a way to protect Bobby Lashley to drop the title and then they have no plans for him like we saw with Seth Rollins in the Royal Rumble, which I know I I defended the finish of Roman and Seth and I still defend the finish. The finish was great. The follow-up sucked and it was solidified that the follow-up sucked in this match because Brock Lesnar comes out After it was supposed to be Bobby Lashley, he's fed up, so he kicks the plexiglass out of his pod, Mm -hmm. wreaks havoc on everybody, and eliminates Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, and Riddle, bam, 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 with F5s, so it's left to just him and Austin Theory, which I thought the exchange between him and Theory was great.
1: Yeah, I agree. Theory
0: got enough shine where it was like, wow, they might actually pull this off where Theory becomes a champion, and they don't have to do the title for title thing, but again- uh, Brock Lesnar, after getting low blowed, kicks out at two, recovers. Austin Theory tries to escape the chamber, which I don't know what the ruling would be if he actually succeeded in climbing through the, the chains and escaping the chamber, but takes an F5 off the top of the pod. One, two, three, new WWE champion Brock Lesnar. So we're getting title versus title at WrestleMania, which some people might not like this. I they might not like how we got there. I am totally fine with title versus title because those titles need to be unified. There should be only one world champion and that one champion should be on both shows so that you can have number one contender matches on the other show. So let's say Roman is defending against a raw guy. SmackDown has a number one contenders match. And then the following pay-per-view you switch and then you keep things fresh that way. Now you, you do the, heavyweight champion like who's the top guy we know who the top guy is so why have a wwe champion who's not the top guy makes no sense to me
1: yeah and and not only that but let's just assume they are going to try to go with uh roman and rock at next year's wrestlemania which is mm-hmm. rumored i don't know if it's true or not but mm-hmm. if you're gonna do that you can't just have Roman wrestle uh the top guys from SmackDown. I, I, as we've seen now, he's already beaten pretty much everybody. You mm-hmm. got to build new contenders. You got to get mm-hmm. contenders from other shows. And if you have to unify the titles to do that, to get to WrestleMania, that's what you're going to have to do. I, yes. I have no problem with them unifying the titles. That's the one thing that I will say about this. Do I like the fact that they, you know, the way they got to Brock Lesnar being champion in, for this This match against Roman I don't know if I I don't know if you could have made it more complicated um (laughs) did Brock need to win the Royal Rumble did Brock need to be in the elimination chamber he probably only really needed to do one of those things um you know did he even need to win at day one that's what I'm saying I mean (laughs) look am I looking forward to The match, yes, obviously, because, and I know people are griping about this. Oh, this is the same match. They always, they've wrestled already so many times. I get it. But at the same time, this isn't the same Roman Reigns as Roman Reigns. It's not the same Brock Lesnar. No, no, it's not the same Brock Lesnar. And you know what? For, for people that look, you don't have to. Uh, for lack of a better word, acknowledge Roman as like the best wrestler in the world. But you have to at least admit that he's definitely performing at a much higher level than he once was when people mm-hmm. felt like he was being pushed on your throat. Um, He's right. earning the respect of fans because his matches are good. And because his character work has been very good and it's been fresh. And the story, cause everybody, Oh, we want long-term storytelling again. Is it been the best story? Maybe not. Am I excited to see Brock and Roman at this stage in their careers? Yes, because it's not the same chapter. It's not the same rinse and repeat. There's different elements there that make it intriguing, especially because it's Mm -hmm. title versus title. And honestly, what did you guys expect? Going into a stadium that size, you're going to get Brock Lesnar, and you're going to get Roman, and you're going to get the title versus title match. Who else is going to do it? Did you honestly think Austin Theory was going to win and... Main event. I mean when they when he
0: got the low
1: blow, I thought they were gonna
0: swerve us. I honestly thought, oh shit, because they've done that before with Brock, where he gets low blowed, and then that's how the smaller guy ends up beating him. Mm -hmm. Seth Rollins did it, or you know, when he faced Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles, they both did low blows to kind of take an advantage. Granted, Brock ended up winning both those matches, but still, like that seems to be his Achilles heel kick him in the damn balls or punch him in the balls. But unless you were going to have Lashley retain, this is really the only way you're going to do it. And if if Lashley is injured, it actually makes the booking a lot easier because you don't have to worry about, oh, well, what are we going to do with Lashley at WrestleMania? He doesn't have a match. Well, yeah. if he needs sh- uh, shoulder surgery, he's not coming back for at least after WrestleMania. So you don't have to worry about that. Now, the one thing that I think was the biggest issue in this match, as I kind of already brought up, is the fact that Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, and Riddle, who are probably your three biggest stars on Raw right now, did nothing. No shine, no real involvement in this match. Uh, Once Brock Lesnar got in, and... Now you're like, what's the plan for these guys heading into Mania? Anything that you wanted to do with Seth Rollins post Mania to get to Roman maybe has now completely been deflated because you did absolutely nothing to make it make sense. Him being the first one eliminated does not help that cause. AJ Styles maybe goes after the United States Championship again with Damian Priest. And we know, I already said like, on our last episode, that Riddle is going to be involved in a tag team match with Alpha Academy and, yeah. and RK Bro. So, I mean, at least there's somewhat of a plan with Riddle, and not many people expected him to win today. But I thought there could have been at least something there to show like there's more to Raw than just
1: Brock Lesnar. And they didn't do that. Yeah. And I think that's why, again, it makes it so difficult because it's not just look you want to do the title for title match that's fine but it's not like really anybody else came out of this match looking all that good and you have a lot of question mm-hmm. marks right now heading into wrestlemania which is fine because they still yes. have a lot of well they have enough time left they have six yeah, weeks that's in wrestling six terms, weeks uh that's that's a lot of time you know um I
0: guess, but usually they have plans for Mania. Well, like, I know
1: that, but look at, look, summer, at, at, SummerSlam. look at, look at uh, CM Punk and Eddie Kingston. They built that feud in what, a couple of weeks and I know that's AEW, but at the same time, let's true. imagine. Okay. Let's, let's, let's play pretend here and let's assume that all the rumors are true. You're going to get edge and uh, AJ, right? Wasn't that one of the rumors? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's either one of that the rumors. Or, or HBK and AJ, which seems to be the rumor every year. Um, Yeah. Uh, You're going to get Kevin Owens and Austin. Yep. If any, if any, if one, Seth and Cody, Seth and Cody. All right. Maybe, but you know, I mean, those don't really need that much build to them. Um, How many of those actually happen? I'm going to probably say zero of those, but you know, and, and that would be the worst case scenario because it, if, if it is zero, if you really don't get a single one of those matches, which. Honestly, the only one I could see potentially happening is Edge and AJ at this point, And I'd be fine with that. What do you do with the other guys? What do you do with some of these? Like, it's not like Seth Rollins is a no-name. He's a guy that main evented WrestleMania right. that we went to and beat Brock. Not main evented, but he mm-hmm. had a championship match. I'm sorry. So, you know, um, and the other difficult thing is there's not a lot of credible people out there on the Raw roster. So that makes it difficult. Mm -hmm. And even if you're Drew McIntyre, too, on the other side, who's he going to wrestle? Happy Corbin at WrestleMania? He's probably above that at this point. I think think they're going to set up to close out this feud.
0: It's going to be a handicap (sighs) match. Drew McIntyre against the Happy Folks. Terrible. Terrible. That's that's probably what they're going to do with McIntyre. And it's, like you said, that's beyond him. And, I mean to fill two nights, they're going to need a lot of matches and you got the Usos who were supposed to have a match. They didn't have one. So was it cut for time or was this to prolong a story because they need to need another match at mania? So it's going to be Viking Raiders against the Usos at mania. What do you do with the new day? What do you do with, you know, you have alpha Academy versus RK bro. What do you do with the street profits? It's true. What do you do with the Dirty Dogs? Like, there's so many things you... Like, what do you do with so all, many a- that Austin Theory? Have in, what, yeah, exactly. What are you going to do with Austin Theory now that you kind of build him up and actually made him the only one to have some shine in this match outside yeah. of Brock Lesnar? So, I, I think they dug themselves into a hole yet again. And this is WWE doing WWE things. And while there were some good things about it, you leave this last impression like, Did they need to do this? Why did they go through this complicated crap just to get to the same
1: result? It's not good storytelling. No, no, I agree. I, I, like I said, I, I was really upset about the way everything kind of transpired today uh, for that main event. Um, You know, the fact that Bobby Lashley is legitimately hurt from what we see, then it make it obviously makes sense. Um, But yeah, just, the fact that getting the belt back on Brock is just kind of crazy how we're getting to this main event. So.
0: A lot to talk about here. Let us know in the comments what you thought of Elimination Chamber. And if you have any questions for our Q&A episode, which will be out later this week, put them down in the comments below. Subscribe, hit that bell for notifications, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Squared Circle Cycle Dabble.